Hello and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, an unofficial podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied. I'm Jack. I'm here with everybody. Hey, everybody. Hello. I didn't tell you to say anything. I know. I don't care. uh, (laughs) So I made a joke last time when we were recording in the smaller studio that we were film that we were recording in a closet and no. now we <laughs> are actually we in are literally in we are recording in in the closet in my apartment right now because we couldn't because the studio is closed so we're but we amateur podcast yes very amateur <laughs> right now um but with that i figured we should just get into the episode right guys yeah All right. sure episode eight november yeah. um so the opening few things yes they're not americans i know i get it I was oh, wrong. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just, I was like, uh, do you correction. also want to acknowledge that the credits are exactly not, the, the same as they've always been? That's good. You're not ready to. I'm not ready. To <laughs> okay. I'm not ready. <laughs> um. The uh. But the opening shot we get is the king. The king. I'm yeah. so excited for <laughs> did you. Everyone, yes. everyone, oh, <laughs> you called it. I was so excited. So I did. I'm, I thank you for all thinking of me when when you saw him. Um. <laughs> Now, Giro, do, he does not look like the king. That's no. not the Yeah, that, that was my first nothing question. Like that is not yeah, the king. Yeah, no, our king does not have hair. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> say that so indignantly. Yeah. Yeah, no. He is so, not worthy of but, hair. But in a, in a, you know, magnanimous and kingly sort of way. Yeah, but okay. I think the room might be. I think they filmed it in the actual palace. Yeah. I mean, I did it. We, yeah, We've we did a tour there. in there, and that it, it looks. I mean, either it was a really good set or it looks just like that. Policy room. question, cool. though. Is that how the country yes. works? Yeah. <laughs> well, here, do you want to explain like, it? Yeah, now? go Friday tell us. Uh, so I was supposed to do research on this, wasn't I? Yep. Um, it's okay. You went through many years of Norwegian civics mm, class, so you'll have no trouble uh, recalling the basics mm. of how your kingdom functions. Sure. So the king doesn't have much power in reality, yeah. but... The government, the the cabinet, will meet with him once a week and just like once a week t- for yes, like every coffee. Session, and, no, every like, every Friday at eleven. Um, fact. They have like a pizza party. No, they just sit around great. and be like, tell him what they're up to. It's like a little briefing. Yeah. Okay. And um and uh you know they also go there once you once you establish the government you go to the king and said we have made a government. Okay. And that's and what they, we were yes. seeing. Yeah. yeah. They do and he go and like, it's yeah. a rubber stamping yeah. type. Yeah, he's never like no, <laughs> but uh, but for the king to have this kind of authority to be like, uh, no, Mr. Prime Minister, you will, you will wait and you will do what is, what I say. Is that like a a thing that normally happens? No, I, but I, I think this, this is, is a special. Yeah, this, is special this is a special case. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but also important question: Is there an anti-monarchy party in Norway? Uh, n- none of them are really running on this is uh, the one okay. thing we believe in. <laughs> there, there's like, there's a party that's like, maybe we should not spend a ton of money on figureheads. That'd be super awkward. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, so Jesper offers his resignation because there was a no confidence vote of him, which I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I know about no confidence vote is when, um, Queen Amidala does it in <laughs> Star Wars. So, uh, that's exactly what I thought. Is that you thought? Like, that's, that's, that's all I yeah, can vote of, vote of no, no confidence, confidence. Yeah, minister, so whatever the hell it I'm, is. I'm going off of the, basically the Phantom Menace. This is, the, this is based on the Phantom like the Menace, right? Star Wars Star Wars I know, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. but um, so he has a vote of no confidence, but um, no, they cannot agree on a new candidate to replace him. So the king tells him to stay on. 
um, and hang in there. So Jesper, he, he also Skypes baby email ML ML, ML. ML. Yeah. and Astrid and Astrid yeah. is very distant with him. Did anyone notice that? I thought she yeah. was kind. She's just doing. She's, she's busy. Kind. She's yeah, baby. yeah. But like, she was being cold. I thought yeah, like he was, was at the very end of the conversation. He asked something mm, yeah. of her. And she just kind of like ignores it. And and I I mean that's the vibe I was getting. Yeah, because he said he's like I can't. You know, I, I can't come now. Like, I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta stay here. Yeah. And she was like, well, all yeah. right, see you later. Um, <laughs> with, her, with her eyes. So then we get the credits that haven't changed. And, have not changed. And Benta is, uh, the, f- the first thing we've seen after that is Benta is meeting with Thomas's yeah. editor. Yep. In the... Okay, so it definitely is Thomas as well. He, <laughs> that he was is definitely Thomas definitely that died. Uh, Man. The theory at the end of the at last Yeah, episode? so. Not true. Um, mm-hmm. They were sharing a cup Never of coffee, so everyone drink. Um, again, with my drinking game for this show. Um, so he shows Benta the newspaper that they're going to run. Um, and so Benta d- wants to, says that the invest- a quick investigation was conducted and it's an accident. it was an accident. Yeah. And so she's sticking with that, but he's pushing like, no, this is obviously, this is suspicious. There needs to be more of that. And she doesn't want to hear any any of it and believes that it's just an accident. She's probably just emotionally exhausted. And oh, totally. Have like, to yeah. consider. I mean, she's not a stupid woman. She... No, yeah, and I yeah, but she's also, you know, out of all the characters in the show, she is the one that probably has the least problem with the Russians. With the Russians, yeah, that's yeah. true. That being is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next scene we get is Jesper being briefed by Rolfson, and they're looking at this. It looks like drone footage, some overhead footage of Russians crossing into the border, over the border, and um, Rolfson briefs him, saying that they are spreading amongst the population, and they specifically yeah. point out this one uh, FSB officer, who is, um, th- who's working at a, like a tech company, and they explain. So th- this is like a, a, a fifth column, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth exactly. column is a fifth column is when, is when you send basically military guys to be amongst a population because I guess the. I don't know if it's like four quadrants or something, but the fifth they they work inside to subvert and and destabilize from within. So that's what these guys seem to be. It's it's kind of like the little green men, but not not quite. Um, and so um, I looked up some statistics because they, they, they said that they're spread in amongst the, the Russian population that's living in Norway. So Norway apparently has around 19,000 Russians living in Norway as of 2014. So That's more than I would have expected. Really? And yeah. so yeah. like 100% of them are F- spies, F- spies, right? Spies, yes. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, Clearly. Okay. yes, roughly 100%. Roughly 100%. We, want, we yeah. want to be fair. We want to give some wiggle room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and um, so Jesper wants to deal with this, so he announces a press conference. Um, first, he announces that he's going to stay on until the parliament can resolve the issue of who's going to be replacing him. And also announces that people hiring Russians uh, are going to be prosecuted and the government is going to crack hiring down. Hiring them without illegal. their papers. Yeah, yeah illegal, illegal Russian Russians. Papers, so. Yeah. Um, these guys, but yeah, if you're yeah if you're hiring illegal Russians, um, then then you're gonna get in trouble. And so Jesper finally started to take some move against the Russians, which yeah. I appreciate because yeah. like there's literal spies coming into your country yeah. to like pre-military operations. This is, operations. This, is, this, is it's, this is the episode where so many shoes drop and like yeah, so many really like, is. okay, yeah. now we're gonna do something. I now did we're think actually... of you and your facade thing. It's done yeah, now, right? No, they're just that, like Sarova. Like, I don't want to yeah. that. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, so that's She's the, just like jigs up, man. That's yeah, great. Basically. And that's the next, that next scene. I think the next I scene is my that. favorite from the episode is when, so Sidorova, after, after Jesper's made this announcement, she just like walks in to his office, sits down, they don't say anything for a while and then what's her 
her opening line is like, are you feeling well? Because that was like a dumb decision. Yeah. And she gets angry and she just starts laughing. Yeah, she laughs She just at laughs at him yeah. like, what like, do you think really? we've been doing? Like, come on. You're yeah. gonna, he says, because oh, he says, you're not gonna tell me what to say to Norwegian people. And she laughs. She says, what have we been doing all this time? Yeah. I love that. The candor in that, that was beautiful. And the other thing I know that, yes, for here's, it's a diplomatic phrase that he has used in the previous episode. He says, I'm hearing what you're saying. Yes. Which he also used I'm with the EU guy saying. earlier. Well, that's like what they tell consultants to do, like affirm yeah. that whole four-step thing. Oh, what's that? <sighs> uh, like, I'm not a consultant. You have to listen. You have to confirm that you've heard their concerns, and you yeah. repeat them back to them so for they know you heard it. Okay. And then you move forward, yeah. Okay, it's that makes sense. Strategy, yeah. yeah. All right, that makes sense. Uh, it's also a very non-committal way of saying, exactly. like, okay, yeah. okay. We're, yeah. we're done here. Yeah, we're we're, we're done here. It's like, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Well, Go. and then you have a, a portion of the conversation that isn't conflict-ridden because yes. it's you establishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we get some, some footage of Russians being deported and that emergency funding is granted to the immigration, um, like, de- Department of Enforcement to get rid of... Um, these illegals. So, so the police is rounding these guys up. We specifically see that one FSB guy that they called out during the briefing that Rolfson pointed out. Mm-hmm. He gets arrested. So, looks like the Norwegians are finally starting to take action against you know the, to to counter the the facades over. Yeah. They're actually going after these guys yeah. that are in, in you know occupying the country. Um, Which made me love Jesper a little bit. Yeah, yeah. finally Jesper yeah, getting yeah, getting like, his shit good. together finally. You're, do they result. show them like in practice how they're going about rounding these people up? Or are they just asking everyone speaking Russian for papers? Like, what are they doing? Hmm, I don't know because they. It seemed like they had some good intel. I on mean, they it. went okay. after that one FSB guy, so I'm sure they're targeting that, and they must know because don't they? They make a they make a comment. I believe later in the episode something about how they're targeting. They're not, like, doing any new laws or anything. They've just received more funding to go out and get people okay. they already knew. And I imagine yeah. there's a lot of, just like in the United States, there's a lot of, like, they probably know, know where, the illegals mm. are. where these okay. illegals are being hired and where they're Rest working. And of course. <laughs> as we see. Or tech companies. Um, Yupvik has a meeting with Rolfson in some very cool-looking, like, industrial, industrial yeah. building. Um, and makes a comment how the Russians are under mis- uh, have us underestimated the Norwegians, and now they're reacting um, to to they didn't expect the Norwegians to actually push them back now. And now that Jesper is growing a spine, um, the the Russians are, are are having a response to that. And he also Rolfson shows him uh, a list of people asking if Yuvik knows any, anybody, and he points out um, a character we'll see later, Andre okay. Bavarin, and. Um, and we'll so we'll jump back to that later. But the next scene we see is then Benta setting up the Russians in the basement. So she's actually mm. decides to start helping these guys. Yeah, um, that, it, I just cannot stand her face. Really, I don't feel for her a little bit at this point. I get, so no, the guy. Wait, so I was confused. The guy that works there is the guy that works there is Russian. Um, the, the, he's got like a ponytail. The blonde guy that actually yeah. helps. So is is I can't is he Russian or is he just. I couldn't tell who all I, the people I, were because they were like friends. There so was, he was actually yeah. a guy. I thought she was checking him out. Like in one of the <laughs> before even uh, Russian She's Tony single. Star came into the yeah. mix. Like in one of the early episodes, I remember thinking, "Is she kind of looking True. at him a little yeah. too much?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't bring it up. But um, yeah, he seems to be her liaison to the Russian community yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so she sets him up in the basement, and then um, we see we get a, a scene with um, 
Sidorova going to meet with uh, Andres, is his name? The the parliament guy. Uh, yeah, on, uh, Andres. in Earth Tone. Earth, Earth Tone guy. Yeah. So, um, he's, envir- he's the environmental guy. And he's way too scruffy to and he, and, <laughs> be a leader. And young. Yeah, like, he was, what is he, like 35? Not, in not even that. See, I always thought the like, universal rule for politicians was no facial hair. Like, there's that great scene in The Candidate where they're like, Robert Redford, you gotta shave your sideburns. Ooh. I have no. I know you feel about that. that. I know how you feel about Robert, Robert Redford. Robert Redford, so. he looked good either way, man. <laughs> of course. Um, but the the security go just like rush in and um, <laughs> get it they rush in and uh, they uh, nope. no uh, shut it down whatever someone somewhere that's not even this. that's not even my my <laughs> our one listener in Nigeria yeah. Yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> she ends up talking to him and she's looking obviously looking to push him to become the prime minister so she could have someone else obviously that she can control and she sees this mm-hmm. guy as as a weaker leader. Um, Clearly, he's made of spaghetti. Than yeah, and then, and I mean, the guy has a. Uh, did you see his? He's a meme on the wall that said "climate change makes me sad," and it's like a picture of a little owl. I'm like, uh, I'm like the Russians oh, are God. like, yeah, that yeah, one. That that's, the guy. that's the guy. Well, well and doesn't Jesper says to him? Like, oh, later. Imagine what they thought of my social yeah, democratic they, yeah. politics. Oh, I love what are they going to think of you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what's was Williams when the ver- the very beginning of that scene when the uh, like Sid Sidorova's mm-hmm. henchmen or whatever come in and like sweep his office. Yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, Hello? well, I guess right, this here. is happening. Yeah, like. Didn't say anything. No, no protest. Yeah, he's gonna get. So she offers a deal. Over. She ma- makes an offer that Russia, for in order for thorium to work, they thorium. need thorium. Thorium. They needed to expand. They they. She makes an offer to essentially convert Russia's fifty nuclear power plants to run on that. Also, and another question: Is is that a thing? Like th- wait, the converting power? nuclear power plants know, to no. thorium. I am not. I'm gonna go with yes. Let's okay. just say yes. Let's just <laughs> say this show. Let's yeah, give it, yes. it's credit. But in, in real, in real life, though. Or I'm it curious. wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past the Russians to just make that up. Yeah, that's, that is like, true. Yeah. You know what we sure, can do? Sure, we can do. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll turn nuclear power but, plants to make unicorns. But who, who presuming cares? that that works, that is a smart yeah. call on the Russian side because they get there's like nothing to it. Yeah. That, that this deal that they're offering because I mean if they're gonna keep the power plants the same and then they get us someone that they can control in a government where they're gonna be leveraging Norway to get more oil anyway I think it's it's win-win for them so well, well and how are they gonna work to get him in power how, how well, is Sidorova gonna finagle that I, I don't dispute that she could yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. so they're they already have a no confidence vote okay. against Jesper yeah. but they don't have a replacement so but how would Sidorova play a role in... She's just pushing this guy okay. to try to do it. I guess right. he didn't think of, yeah, it, okay. of it before. And especially if he can say, elect me as prime minister and I will get you us a really good right. deal with okay. the Russians that will first off appease the Russians to make them happy because they'll want me to become prime minister, A, and B, will appeal to the Green Party because I'm going to expand thorium beyond Norway into these all of these these 50 nuclear power pants in Russia. Power yeah. pants. Power pants. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Can we have those? It will be with our t-shirt design. Uh, yes. Question, uh, also, isn't Sidorova still... When she first came onto the scene, she was... Uh, the head of the that envir- that uh, energy commission, like no, the she Russian was the ambassador. ambassador, she was the ambassador. She was always the ambassador. Oh, okay, okay. At the first time she meets with Jesper, yeah. yeah. But there's still some. Le- there's she's still like tied to that. I guess yeah, that, she's that, the that, representative yeah. of them in the country. So I'm just yeah. wondering if that if like that could have 
So that, I wonder that how be much part of her thrust of like, oh yeah, I've got all this stuff already done. I've mm -hmm. got this whole energy commission already. Going. Yeah, I wonder because a, a thing, and we start to get. We've talked previously about how Russia has appeared to be a monolith in this show. We can, mm -hmm. we when we see Sidorova, she is the face of Russia, and we don't see that much difference between. Like, we can't tell if is this her idea or is this coming down through Moscow, yeah. and she is just the voice of it, which is. First off, a really good sign of a good diplomat that you can, you don't see mm -hmm. a difference between the two. And, I mean, in this episode, we actually get to see some breakdowns of... We see her more as an individual because of... Um, through Ufik's eyes, Through right? Ufik, who is yeah. with, with the new Conflict Russian the, the new, the new uh, Russian intelligence officer that replaces yeah. Sergen. It's like Gosev? Gosev. Gos um, but um, anyway, with Ufik, we see him and Andre um, and the rest of it, this their security team searching um, an old free Norway site. First off, does every Russian have to wear all black in yes. every single scene? <laughs> yep. Like, with the exception of Sidorova, I genuinely think every Russian is wearing all black. They are. No, I, I wrote this that. Rush black equals yeah. bad. Like, they're, they, uh, they're, they're all very color like Olivia Pope's wardrobe. Yeah, but try to <laughs> blend in. <laughs> but, but it, like, that's how you know... Uh, uh, like you don't know yeah, every everyone yeah. on the, no, on the Russian like, team. Think about, so think about there the were uniforms. Who, think about the guy who um, with the with the uh, folded paper um, uh, the, thing and the, uh, and the bird and yeah. the hit, get hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, he friend. was Russian, but he wasn't a, wearing black. He had a scar. So he had a that's scar, which we could tell. No, no, but so that means that he wasn't fully a bad guy because he had a he had exactly. a. Exactly. I I, I prefer Kevin on this one. Kevin, Kevin is it a visual metaphor? Answer, please. The black? Yes. <laughs> I think it's no. It's, I, I think it's, it's just something so the audience can identify. Like, that he's a, yeah. That it's like he's oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Cool. I really don't think there's anything. Uh -huh. under, it's like oh yeah, their clothes are black like yeah. their souls. Like no, that's so they're, they're just, like oh that's a Russian. That's a Russian. That's not a Russian. And, and so oh. <laughs> and you fake uh, grew out his beard a little bit. Gosh, you, you're on so beard watch. I am on beard watch. Uh, so Sam can be on butt watch. <laughs> I'll no buts in this episode. Oh, thank Too bad. And uh, Yufik and Andre, so they're searching the Free Norway site. So this is the site that we saw in the previous episode um, that Free Norway is hiding out on, because you can tell because those arch, arches. Mm. Um, that I wonder where that is. Uh, um, so uh, Andre mentions that after they find they find a stash of weapons, Andre mentions to Yufik that he can't get a hold of his wife, that she's pregnant. Uh, eight months pregnant. Eight months mm. pregnant, and... Um, and so he's starting to worry about them. And so he heads back to HQ. Andre's asking all the people around if, if they've seen his wife. And the new intelligence officer, yeah, Gosev, takes Ufik. And um, and uh, so this guy has obviously replaced Serkin. And um, they mention that Ufik is, is getting dismissed. So this guy, this Gosev guy, is obviously much more hardcore um, and the way he like got Yupik too is like, yep. you need to come with me, Yupik. <laughs> like, and then what do they say to him? Such a dramatic. And they just say it like uh, they're like, you, you're dismissed. We'll, you're dismissed. We'll we'll call you when we need you. And Yupik's yeah. face is just like, okay, but as always. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one face he got. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm gonna his get faces, his face. His face. You fix the super um, So Andres, the next scene is Jesper in Jesper's office when Andres uh, proposes the deal to Jesper. Um, so I and I, I say yeah, I say round of applause to Russians in this episode. They're doing some real political chess, like yeah. just by <laughs> by by um, doing the thorium plant. Um, and, like I think this would have been a really solid offer. So, so say we went back in time before the Russians invaded, and. Yeah. Uh, so before the, the occupation started and Russia just said, 
like contacted Norway and said, hey, we'll make a deal with you. Like, we see that you're about to cut off oil. We think this is a bad idea. If you continue to, to keep pumping oil, we'll make a deal that you can, we'll convert 50 of our nuclear power plants to thorium. Like that would, I think, I think that would be a yeah. great offer. And Norman should be like, yeah, we get to keep doing oil like what we're already we doing. We wouldn't have a show. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be but I just think that that was a pretty, it's a alive. smart offer. Oh, so Andres wants them uh, to make the deal and then have Jesper resign. And Jesper mm. called, this is when Jesper calls him out. And yeah. Oh, I loved it. The redemption of Jesper. So he says that the first requirement to being prime minister is to say it out loud. And then, yes. yeah, and then, like, really gets on, says that the, the Russians, as, as Sam said, that the, the Russians thought him cowardly, so what are they going to think of you? Yeah. It's like, oh, burn! So the next scene we get is, uh, is, uh, Burr, and, um, she is looking into Thomas's death. She, uh, death, she first calls his editor, um, to get more information and ends up going to Benta. Dag. And, Dag. And, uh, oh, thank you. and oh. so Bentig ends up giving Ba uh, like a, a box. She's of really of pissy stuff. with her, right? Yeah. yeah, but I was, but I totally her... get it. You I, do? Benta? Yeah, like, why is she so... I, I mean, her husband died and she is trying to raise kids. And I just, I don't know. I have, I can't even imagine if like someone that close to you died, how you, it probably manifests mm. in a lot of crazy ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and it, it starts going, like she starts getting more pissy after she hears her daughter yeah. Like the Maya yeah, and yeah, yeah, and so right. she she's like, I need to go be with my daughter. Mm-hmm. This needs to be done. And you need to leave. That's and fine. then with Maya, when oh, she goes up to Maya and just whispers, she's oh, like, My daddy's dead. <laughs> it's my it fault. My and you're like, No, no, it's not. It's not. not. <laughs> I just want to hold but her. But then yeah. we get Maya um, tells that that her so that Thomas actually called her and left a message, and when she, she tried calling the number back. Um, a Russian picked up, and so the number we, we later find out was was traced to a it's a, a Russian hotel in Murmansk. So that this is the moment so that Benta realizes like wasn't. this wasn't Ooh, an accident. Yeah, is, he went into Russia. This is obviously super suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, earlier though, when Bo, when uh, Bo was yeah. was like grilling uh, Benta. All of it. She's like, uh, does he have any other backups? Like other computers that oh, yeah, he used? Yeah. Like. They were he was they already got all the evidence out of their out of that house. Yeah, this like, is a month why? later. I don't uh, and and so that's I, the other thing is I don't maybe a bunch of people have already been coming to the office as to uh, to the house excuse me and have asked her. She's, and just, she's yeah. just like I'm done I, with this. Yeah. You you already determined it was an accident. Okay. and Why I want to move on. I mean, so I, for all the crap we give Benta, like this is once this scenario. I was like, okay, I can understand a grieving person acts. Uh, you know, it, it, it could conceivably act this way. Yeah. Um. So then the next scene is where. She gets crazy again. Um, so mm-hmm. beginning with yes, we're getting a cup of coffee. Um, drinks, and so he gets orders the drink like Stiffs the guy. No, yes, yeah. so that, which is kind of earned it because that guy apparently was a dick and yeah. let the apparently, also it, it seemed like it, he the that barista was like not expecting the prime minister to it's be in, in the it's, building. It's in the building. It's, in the building. it's downstairs, but also and also like he sh- doesn't. He's the he's the prime minister. He shouldn't have to pay. Like, that's okay. I was just thinking like you pay for your coffee again. Uh, Black structure. Black structure. But just don't like prime minister carry around a wallet like yeah. Yeah. Yes. like oh I gotta go to the ATM. Makes me think of a George Bush senior. When he, with the grocery store checkout oh, no. line, don't you remember that? Okay, so Bush Sr. in his, uh, during his presidency, they mm-hmm. get a video of him, and he's at the, you know, the scanners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he asks, how do you use this? And they get that on film, and it just makes him look so out of touch. Yeah. Sorry, uh, this is completely random, but I love no, it. Right? <laughs> the full story was that it was a new scanner, 
And so he was asking, uh, like, how do you use the new scanner? But the shortened part of the story oh, where it's just... Sucks. They actually Context. talk about this on House of Cards. But I, like, really? knew the story of... I don't know. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Um, so, but while while they're getting the coffee, uh, Jesper talks about the plan that the Ru- the Russians are not accepting the deportees. They won't let the planes land, um, which sounds wh- a lot why? like a current situation. Where we're in, in Norway? Yeah, we're trying oh, yeah, like because there were a lot of Syrian it. refugees that came yeah. from Russia to Norway, and and we were oh, like, and, oh, okay. and we were like, no, no, no. You have visas in Russia. You, you were accepted to... there. You need to go yeah. back. They and we tried to send them back, and the Russia wouldn't take them. Yeah, like, so this is Russia playing hardball. So the Russians, so the, the they're being deported, and Russia wants to say, like, no, we're not going to send them. They have a right but to the But what's the reason behind that? Like, what what are they saying? I think they don't want to give Norway the diplomatic victory. Well, I mean, Nor- yeah. I, I, no, I but what's like, the but, explanation? Yeah, like, how does Russia justify that, say, like... I think they We're just gonna say, need to land. They say nope, nope. nope. They just say no. Yeah. You have to turn around. Like these guys, the, you are illegally deporting these people. They have a right to be there. And like it do, again with diplomacy, it literally doesn't matter what the truth is. You just <laughs> say it. And like it, it what? Like there's no re, there's no recourse. There's no like yeah. no court to go to or anything to say. Russia like the, Russia police. is like <laughs> yeah. So they just say Russia, Russia's not, Russia's not, she's not, not being like they just go nope. We're not. This is the this is the narrative and the reality that we have chosen. And you can either accept it or not. But those planes are not landing and apparently it worked this is this is diplomacy man this is i could never get into this because it's so freaking frustrating that i I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't be like a bser and just be like oh i look forward to us working together and you're occupying my country um so anyway i've been occupied and so (laughs) this is so then shit goes down again and um I actually really like this shot, and I didn't see it coming. So when it, the the shot is, Jesper is coming into the office, and the camera tracks with him, and mm. Anita is talking to him, and then he goes and puts he goes to like pick something she out of the table, answering, stops yeah. answering, and he turns back up, and there is just a gun in his yep. face. So what was really cool is that in that little tracking, oh, yeah. you saw someone. Like, if you followed where Anita yeah, was, yeah, yeah. The the camera, guy yeah, there was yeah. a guy that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. runs across oh, the screen. You just, you just yeah. yeah, you just see oh, yeah, a black like, blur ru- yeah. running in the opposite direction really well, of where yeah. Anita was walking. Oh, I so didn't it's like, see oh. that. So, yeah. how do you feel? Uh, so, a hot, it, it's a bunch of Russians. They are take, and they, it's a hostage situation. Yeah. They take Anita, the bodyguard, and yes, for hostage. Um, and the poor fellow who's lying on the ground. Oh, that, yeah. I don't, well, I, don't I think know. that was I think that was the bodyguard. bodyguard. Yeah, the bodyguard. Oh, like theoretically, you should have had one bodyguard. And so they they take him hostage. How do you feel about this uh, plot development in there? Is this like a little too cliche? Is this too out of left field? I, per- I don't think so. No, I right? personally loved this. Yeah. Because I say you I got very excited. So. Just, I love you get the background of <laughs> No, it is. It's like half half my enjoyment with the show is just watching you watch it. Well, to me, because this, I think this show does a really good job of, I never feel like I can tell where this is going. Like, if, if I had to no, guess in episode area. two that there would be, like, a hostage situation with Jesper, I would never have called that. And I feel like um, some people may say this, too, this show is too wildly inconsistent. It's dipping back and forth into too many different realms. I personally really like it because it is subverting a lot of genre conventions that I'm expecting in, like, a political thriller. Like what? Well, I mean, like this, that it would be normally just uh, almost a procedural. Like, yeah. that was my first, I, I spoke about it earlier episodes that I'm afraid this is going to be a fetch quest. Like, each episode, each episode, yeah. Jesper is mm. going it's to try good. to get something with the Russians, and then the mm. whole episode is going to be about him negotiating to try to get the deal, and we're going to move incrementally forward. It's but like, be like an episode of House. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, <laughs> these, this comes completely, like, 
I just you're just not expecting it when yeah. it turns I genuinely got terrified for a second I'm like what, what show am I watching right now like where is this gun coming from well, yeah. Jesper's really good at looking scared that actor is in a very believable way yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, so, uh, and then it cuts, so they tie, they zip tie everybody up, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to uh, Venka just rubbing her forehead in slow motion. <laughs> like, and, it's just, and I'm just like, damn, girl. Like, I, I, My thought was, I just imagine her going, like, thinking, told me to avoid stressful situations, <laughs> they said. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. And it turns out the coffee guy let him in. Course. Um, and they so the the kind of like command post that they've set up we're, we're with Venka and all the other cabinet officials. Um, they they call Sidorova and she says that like this we have no connection to this. Yeah. This is obviously just desperate Russians that were provoked by Jesper and his yeah. Like, yeah, illegal she sh- decision. Oh, yeah. the blame and she him. won't won't help out. But yeah, do you think there is something to that because? One of the Russians we find out is is Andre, and we know that. Well, they're all. Yeah, I think they're all. And he the was, you know, his wife, eight months pregnant, blah blah blah. He is desperate. He is trying yeah. to find yeah. her. He is. So. That's fair. Do you think that? Yeah, or do you think like Gosev ordered it, or what do you guys I, think? Gosev probably ordered it. But why? What would be in it for them? I, the probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I think they've the Russians have done a lot of things over the course of the show that. Are, are in the moment I've seen like wh- what the hell Everything and then it's done, and so then it's smart though. Yeah, yeah but then it's yeah. so I think there's something underneath this maybe just, we don't know yet yeah I'm trying to think like yeah I mean they're obviously I'm trying to think if so they're not they're not gonna accept the planes yet maybe they're, they're this is just a, a ditch effort to try to keep let them have the Russians be here Possibly, in yeah. Norway and it's plausible and if they have plausible deniability it's not really that much. Well, and also, we oh, don't know where yeah. that hostage situation was going because yeah. they got aborted. Yeah, what like, do you think they their plan going? was? I don't know. So I have, I have this written down. Let me just skip down to the end. What, so their plan was to um, take, him on a take him hostage, Yeah. get him, the demands were to like let stop deportations, let them live there, and then let these guys and leave. According to the Treaty of Rome, which... I read. I, um, <laughs> I went and read the Treaty of Rome. Of course read, you did. Of course. Um... And uh, so b- before we get to yeah. the tree yeah. so so they were going to ex- they're going to try to get them to let them let all the Russians stay and then give the, have the hostage guys leave. So even if Norway agreed, like wouldn't everybody go? All right, this is uh, like just say whatever the what say whatever the fuck you need to say to get out of a hostage situation, yeah. and then immediately just change your mind. Like who is going to hold you to it no, when yeah, when a gun is to your head? So yeah. I don't know, what, but I guess their plan was actually going to be. To hold on to Jesper and yeah, go to Somewhere. Russia. Russia? Moscow? I don't would Russia accept like that is too Sweden. But Jesper was convinced that if he got on that plane, they would kill him. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. So they, he was like, That's their plan, that's their end yeah. game here. It's yeah. not taking me anywhere. It's so just... yeah, they wanted all right, but they wanted Russian the, the Russians they were de- Detained to leave, end deportation, safe passage abroad, and yet Article mm-hmm. Seven under the Treaty of Rome. I looked it up. It's the right of free movement within Europe, um, and no discri- You can't says you can't discriminate based on nationality. I don't know why that seemed to okay, help. So, like, so then they would have they wouldn't have gone back to Russia. Then they would have gone, gone to somewhere to, in Europe. Somewhere in Europe. Where? Like I think the significance Spain. of them bringing up that Spain's article nice. is that it's clear that it's not some one-off terrorist event. That they're using yeah. some sort of diplomatic language yeah. that suggests that it's. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. why they even have that language there? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so then we see Sidorov and Yupvik, and Yupvik offers to negotiate because the Russians can't be involved. Yes, if right, I'm right. ever in a hostage situation, do please not send Yupvik. Yeah. Like so they send. So they not. send. So Sidorov obviously does it. She has told the Norwegian she can't. She doesn't want to get involved at all because. Um, if anything goes wrong, the Russians going to be blamed. Like, yeah. So Yuvik offers says, "Hey, it'll be plausible deniability. I'll act, um, and then we'll we'll try to fix this." And so I've got. There's really weird framing with the TV too. Oh like, yeah. With 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 the one know. that Sidorova was on, and then there was just a blank screen next yeah, to her. I thought that was. Really oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. She was on the right one. And the yeah. Left I was waiting for somebody to pop up on that same, screen. Same same. Like, and then look over to Sidorova in the other screen, and they'd have like a little Brady, like a Brady, Brady bunch. bunch. <laughs> yeah. There's a story. But can we? Of an invaded country. <laughs> no, I'm done. Um, <laughs> you pick, you pick, you pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so, but I've got Hans Martin, bodyguard, detective, double agent, hostage negotiator. Bodyguard. Special forces. Let's just stick on this one for a second. Bodyguard. Prime Minister gets kidnapped under his watch. Detective. Kid gets blown up, and the bad guys end up getting away when he was pursuing them. Double agent gets caught in the act later in this episode. <laughs> Hostage negotiator. Everyone he's trying to negotiate with gets killed. <laughs> I don't think he's doing too well. He is 0 for 4. Uh, uh, yeah. But all those roles, like, people have put him in those roles. Yes. Like, it has yes, never yeah, been of his own volition. So? Like, you blame McCain for putting Sarah Palin on the world stage. Yeah. You Sarah Palin. Like, <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine exactly. his, like, year-end performance review? Like, well, we're going to look at they how you did this. So. I mean, they told him, you know, we have no confidence in your performance at one point. Well, there, there, there you go. go. <laughs> 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 um, so Yufik, uh, he also updates Rolfson saying that Moscow has lost faith in Sidorov, and I think this is actually where the pictures get taken and he gets busted on, on later on. But he, uh, then that's he, he's doing it on the way to the hostage room. So he goes up, um, <laughs> Yufik comes to the negotiation. What the fuck is his plan? I like, don't know. <laughs> so I don't think he he's a real one. thinker. I don't right? know like, he's really I have an arm. Oh man, like. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is he Are you okay? okay? Is he okay? <laughs> you okay? But um, my so, job here okay. is done. <laughs> my job here. All right, see you later. Hope this works out. All right, for all the joking we do about it, like yeah. that scene gets really Whoa. stressful. And the one that got me is when they yank Anita to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like she gives, they grab her and they're like, just shoot the redhead right here. Yeah. Like I'm like, Ugh. I also love that they're referring to her. The redhead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> well, that's reality. It does uh, okay. Not to jump ahead. Yeah. Does Jesper jump to the ground because he knows that there's probably going to be snipers outside? Because it's, like, it's like really useful to I jump thought, to the ground. Mm, but, yeah, yeah. I, th- I took it more as... I did not think that he knew that explicitly. Yeah. I took it more as he realizes once they say he's coming with us on a helicopter, he's like, they're going to kill me. Like, yeah. I will yeah. now get out of the room. Do yeah. not leave. Like, yeah, I'm staying in this room because the, I'm actually safer here than on a helicopter with these mm. guys out of the country. I got yeah. nervous when they were holding up the gun and it looks like Again, they were... Again, they were going to beat him yeah, over yeah, the back yeah. of the head. Oh, yeah. nervous at that point. So, so, oh, God. Um, so, you, so... <laughs> They, they, and so the situation is getting ramped up. They have Anita on the ground. Jesper, they say they're going to take him as a hostage. Yuvik offers himself. People are starting to really to scream. This was probably their plan all, all, all along anyway. But but Jesper then dives to the ground. Everyone is screaming. And then that moment, Yuvik turns and tells Andre to stop. Yeah. So he just, and like, Andre, you don't have like to do this. He's like, Andre, he's like, this. And he looks like right at him. And then, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> 
and every yeah. and it goes slow motion. And the boys this, are so excited. This is because yeah, it was so awesome. No, but this, it was awesome. So I was the, like, "Freak Norga!" Yes. Did you did you know? Did all of you know that I know Giro figured out that the hostage taker was Andre. Yeah. yeah. You know, I okay. That I wasn't like completely sure. I figured like they're all wearing black. Like we oh, yeah. said that earlier in the episode. But Evic looks at him. And, but yeah. like they never explicitly call that out, no. and I thought that was very interesting that no one's saying anything. And then Evic, I mean Evic turns and looks at him. He's like Andre. Like you could like I yeah. know it's like we mm-hmm. stop this. And that was like hit me off guard. And I was like, oh wow, like this is a crazy moment. And then like processing ahead, and then his head explodes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh double. Like oh, this is crazy. Isn't that what happened in Captain Phillips? I that's a, with, I in still the, haven't seen that. In the, I'm when, when, in the water. Yeah. Yeah. They when shot in, all in, this in simultaneously. The yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, for okay, real, for real life, out, for real yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then he and he, <laughs> came out three and years he ago. gets up Still, and, and Sam hadn't seen it. There's all the bullet holes in the in the glass. Yeah, and, that yeah. is terrifying. Like, that was that yeah. is that it's was such a, a cool shot. shot. Yeah. yeah, I was like, because all the like. <laughs> A millimeter over, yeah. and it would have been right through his head. You think that the blood on his face? Yeah, yeah, that's, and, the, and then the Je- Jesper is looking uh, mighty terrified. Mighty terrified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he so did get Anita out of the room though. Two Jesper's. Yeah, yeah. Got her out of the room. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they take. So then it cuts to Jesper in the back of the car, and they're like, "Let me check your pulse." And he's just sitting there. It's a pulse of 140. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just not that high. It's, it's <laughs> elevated. It's elevated, but. But understandable that like oh you just watched five people Sorry. get killed so, instantaneously. Yeah. Like, so he and he talks to Astrid and and she's like oh is everything okay? <laughs> like, Are you injured? Yeah. yeah. But I'd be like I'm going home. Fuck this. I need a like, day off. Paris. But <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 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 Screw it. Okay. I'm done even, being prime minister. Even better. Even better than Paris. They go to the safest place in Oslo, <laughs> the U.S. The U.S. <laughs> embassy. Yeah, they take him to the ambassador's <laughs> residence. And <it's> just, <laughs> And they pull up in that little American flag, and you're like, that's like, I was like, this is just funny at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. where's the safest place in Norway? Probably mm, the American one. But that, that's true, though. Do you remember? So when we were in Oslo, the American embassy um, is about a block away from the palace, mm-hmm. and the palace is guarded by those silly 18-year-old boys in the funny hats. Mm-hmm. And then the American embassy is like, tons Tom, of like, fences yeah. and machine yeah. guns. Seal Team 6 is guarding Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, no, that's the yeah, only for... building in all of Norway that's guarded like that. That makes um, sense. So, and Venka explains that he's moving to the ambassador's residence. Um, and actually, we get a, a quick moment when she's announcing that the, her, oh, the sound goes out. Yeah, yeah, like, so we see that she's still having symptoms of this tumor. So things aren't, aren't you know, still aren't going that well for her. Yep. Um, and Yupik uh, goes back to the Russian HQ and, and speaks to Gosev. And Gosev is drilling him. And gets it says like you know have, who have you been talking to? And he's like nobody, mm-hmm. nobody. And then then caught in a big fat lie, and they show pictures yeah. of him meeting with Rolfson, and he uh, tap dances around it, saying that East Service contacted him during the hostage situation, which like as Ghost said, is just like bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not yeah. a very. Why tight. did they not shoot Yuvik in the head right there? Honestly. Because Sidorova's backing. Sidorova, right? yeah. Sidorova, technically. She's yeah. trying to protect him. Sidorova's the highest ranking person in that room yeah. and she she genuinely trusts him. Mm. So He saved her life. And she it's says, so he said he didn't, and he says he didn't know about the police shooting, that yeah. this wasn't a plan. They didn't well, know they were going to kill him. Really? I believe him, yeah. yeah. Like, he didn't, he had no idea. He's, again, you think it's just a guy that, like, wants peace. He yeah. just wants to a peaceful situation. Yeah. I don't know about Yesper. Uh, not, not Yesper, you think, like, whether 
he's making the right decisions all the time or if he has all the information to be, you know, the faculties to be like, maybe I, I shouldn't get involved in this situation. Mm. But God bless him. Doing his he best. He should not have volunteered his tribute. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I see this is uh, one of the moments that we start to see the monolith of Russia kind of cracking because we see the, the split between Sidorova uh, as more of, of a person, her and Gusev. So we, we see more that there's two wings developing. The Russians who are militant, who are, you know, want, want pushing for more more action and where Sidorova is more on the peace side. Like, we have to we have to try to maintain peace. Again, accepting the fact that they've already basically done a huge violation. Wait, in what way? I only saw the fracture between the two of them in terms mm-hmm. of how they were interpreting Yutvik. You You thought there was a greater... Disagreement there? I think that it shows that, the, first off, we never saw anything where Serkin and Sidorova were on different sides. I feel like right. we always saw that together. And here we are open, openly seeing the head of the intel guy and the ambassador fighting each Was other. Was it more yeah. of a tactical disagreement, though? I, I, I'm yes, just honestly but I also it. think yeah. that, that we've had we've had talks before that when about Sidorova is feeling pressure from Moscow yeah. to resolve certain okay. situations. And as... as Jesper, uh, as Yupfik says to Rolfson earlier, Moscow is losing faith in her. So I think right. that we're seeing oh. like this is not, this is actually more multifaceted than which we wanted to see. I mean, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's great. Um, then uh, we have a scene with uh, Benta and Bo, and uh, so Benta tells Bo about the phone call to the Russian mm-hmm. to the hotel in Murmansk. And she's like, okay, we'll look into it. And Benson pushes her about what what does she think? And she's like, oh, we're going to look into it. She's like, mm-hmm. what do you really think? And she okay, says, basically, like, I don't think it was an accident. Yeah. And so that, and which really, I think, we're now seeing Benta really come around to accepting that, hey, this this was really suspicious how Thomas died. Well, it's and, about time. I know. Seriously. Come on. Episode eight? Yes. And, yeah. she, Jeez, and she comes back to her restaurant and kicks everyone out. Uh, she yeah. tells them all to leave. <laughs> Uh, it's really starting to sink in that she has been helping the side that killed her husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and then and I think this is solidified Sleeping when we see exactly and we yeah. see and so we see Nikolai come in and try to comfort her and she is just yeah. no, not no, having no. to touch her yeah, yeah. so it's through you Russian Tony Stark yeah and then uh, uh, the final scene we get the king back at the cabinet at the Friday eleven o'clock pizza party <laughs> that they have and everyone's there and Jesper mm-hmm. skypes in. Um, from the U.S. Embassy and announces that they have reformed the government. He's going to stay, and they're going to build detention centers in every part of the country. So he is finally growing a pair and is... I'm so freaking happy about that. This detention center thing, though, I mean, I don't want to be the bleeding heart of the group. Yeah. Aren't you a little worried about the one Russian guy who's just trying to make a living in Norway? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But this is another great thing about this show is that and Giro and I were talking about this earlier, like the there there are good guys there are protagonists, but yeah. there aren't always fully good guys. Like no. the good guys make all the good decisions and like in twenty four, <clears throat> like Jack Bauer does all these crazy things and yeah. it always works out perfectly for him because he had reality. The, he had the gut call to know what to do. Whereas you know, depending on your perspective, yeah. like I'm trying to protect my country, and these guys are here illegally. I need to do illegal detention centers. So again, on the broader national level, that may be the genuine right thing to do. And in a far off history, we look back that as the right decision. But that doesn't mean individual wrongs and travesties aren't mm. happening to people that it yeah. shouldn't be happening. We to. just, I, I don't, and I'm totally on board with that yeah. and the moral nuance here. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen them struggle with that choice. And, yeah, they, they and went, maybe like, they're at a point where they're, they're just like, not screw it. Yeah, because I think a lot, I, I get what you're saying, and I think that a lot of people just, 
like my initial thought was like well yeah because like this has been put they've been pushed how many times does someone push you do you then respond back and yeah maybe you're responding in a way that's not super like is fraught ethically and Mm -hmm. has some gray area but if you wait long enough I think it feels a little bit more justified to engage in that action but I totally like anytime you use the word detention centers there's there's always going to be some baggage with that yeah. Um, so that might also be a translation thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, because the Norwegian word. But I mean, it, well, it is what it is. They're gonna round them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's go concentrate these people <laughs> in a camp area. <laughs> what is what is the, the the Norwegian word? I don't. I I can't remember what yeah. they use there, but I I didn't react mm-hmm. to it as much, and I don't read the subtitles, so it might have really? been. The Russian translations are sometimes mm-hmm. a little off too. Not like. Drastically so. Just yeah. So um, that's the end of the episode. So uh, overall thoughts on this one? Where does this guy one follow you guys? Oh, I, I mean, the stuff. Yeah, stuff's this finally happening. Solid. It's finally actually uh, yeah. doing stuff to change. People are doing stuff to change their own situation. I think, and then we yeah. see a yeah. lot yeah. of change in lots of characters, and it's very. Bent is changing. Yeah. Jesper's Jesper. definitely changing. Yupik still, because like we, Yupik is floating. Like I don't it know is, what side he's. Yeah. Yupik has never been a known quantity. There's oh, not enough. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. exactly. Like there's not enough good characterization <sighs> for him to evolve because he's just kind of empty. It's going back. Maybe it's. I hope Sorry. it's all at the it's end. He takes off his mask and it's not Yupik. It's been Thomas the whole time. Oh my god! Oh. Oh. That would be the worst. <laughs> that would actually be the worst. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, I think that's good episode. Final thoughts, anybody? All right, let's get out of this this closet because it's super hot. It is very hot. (laughs) All right, um, you guys can always email us at occupiedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitters. On the Twitter spheres at Occupied Podcast. I don't know why I can't. I turned to Kevin for that. Like, I can't remember that on my own. But yes. (laughs) You can. And then we'll see you for uh, episode nine December. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.